0: I'll love you
1: tell you in the spirit our worship is lifted to God as an incense and is receiving our worship and our love and all the love that we are pouring out to him this evening he's hearing the fact that we'll love him over and over and over and over
0: and i love you over <laughs> and over and over and over, and, over, and over again. You know, these
1: are one of those songs that you, you call yourself in your bed.
0: And i love you
1: over. We have a long weekend. So we have a long weekend of the power of God. What, what do you think about that?
0: All
1: right. Just to open quickly, I'll share something. All right. Last year, end of year camp, end of year camp, I shed on the fire of God. Then, mid year camp, I shed on the flood of God. you, without a shadow of doubt and without even missing the mark in any way, everything that was said in the camp is exactly what we saw. Praise the Lord. And without missing anything, every time we came for camp, we hit it right prophetically. Every time, without missing it. Before the man of God, Pastor Chris, mentioned the year of light, it's exactly what we spoke about at end of year camp. Exactly. In fact, while we're in the service, and he was talking, people were just texting me, Pastor, Pastor, we We didn't miss it, and truly it has been our year of light. I said, I said, light precedes every move of God. You see, if if a man will lead his generation, there's nothing God will give him, God will just give him light. The first thing God had to create is, let there be light. And that was not the sun. It is the torch that controls the generation. When God gives a man that light, like he said concerning John the Baptist, he said you were willing to, to endure or, or to, to enjoy his light for a season. Because when a man is giving light, he, he does not necessarily pursue. When a man is giving light, he is giving an advantage for men to pursue him. You see, you cannot stand up and do certain things. You see, uh, you know, the, the Lord is wonderful. When he says, I have given you light. At the time God said he has given us light. I think we thought that we had done some massive things for God. You know, and when God said that, I have now given you a light. We thought, oh. <laughs> but we entered the year and we really saw it. That God had given us leadership. God had given us something that men, you know, and the, the beautiful thing about the torch or that light, because you see, the light you see here as touch light, this is not, is not the, the true representation of light. The true representation of light is fire. Because when you go to the holy place, what you see there is the menorah. Remember, menorah in the, that is for illumination in the holy place the illumination in the soul. you understand? Now, I want you to listen to me very well. <laughs> this is what the Lord said to me. Now, don't necessarily uh, start looking out for the 2020 message if it will tally with it. No. It will definitely be in it. Do you understand? Don't go and look and say, is it true? So, no, this is what the Lord said to me to share. you understand? This is what the Lord said to me to share. And it's in the Bible, so... I'm, I'm free. You understand? But the Lord spoke to me. I'm sharing with you briefly, where uh, we are starting from today. And I believe, look, this camp will transform your life. I tell you. This camp will transform your life. You know? Let me tell you something. I want to advise you. There are some people who are not in this camp, and they are not missing it for genuine reasons. They are missing it for very stupid reasons. Never let them overtake you. I didn't say they cannot overtake you because, you see, the 10 virgins. All of them were veggies. old. That means they were eligible to enter. Five were foolish. There are some people, you see, what about those who didn't enter? They are no part. There are some people who are even in the house of God, who are in the fray, who are eligible for greatness, yet they're full. You see, they, they, they had the opportunity to be in camp too. Let me tell you, I made up my mind that none of my mates would beat me because the times I was speaking in tongues while I was in SS, when I got born again, there was a place called Erogin. I would enter there and speak in tongues for 10 hours in the Erogin while I was in SS. So I made up my mind, none of them would beat me in anything. I made up my mind, none of them would beat me in anything. They disrespect themselves on our, on our page, on our school page. Nobody dares disrespect me. I was a man of God. Man of God one day, somebody tried calling me by my first name in the group. They they all pounced on him. Say, you don't respect, you don't respect, but we're in the same class. Do you understand? So, you you are given an advantage when you are in places like this. You are given an advantage. So, don't be here. It it will be better, I'm telling you something, it will be better that you didn't come, but that you will be here, that God gave you an opportunity to take the lead, and you messed with it. In In the camp, make up your mind that you will receive whatever God has for you and you will take the lead. Are you listening to me? Because over here, what you have been given is an advantage. Now listen, it's like in a race, people are taking a hundred meter race, then everyone is supposed to start on a starting line, then they tell you to start from here. Some people will still lose. What God has given you by coming for camp is an advantage. It's what you do with it. It's what you do with it. I'm sharing with you. You know, and after we talked about the fire of God, mid-year come, the Lord said the flood of God. And you see, every time the Bible talks about flood, it talks about people. We have never seen multitude gather like, <laughs> like after the flood of God. When God said the flood of God, I was wondering, you say multitude, what are you talking about? Because we had seen one overflow, two overflow, and all but now, you see, it was so clear that this is the hand of God. Mm. This is the hand of God. It was so clear that this is God at work. Listen, when I was praying, the Lord was putting some things in my spirit. Let me show you something. Psalm 57 verse 2. Psalm 57, let's start from verse 1. I want to show you something. I'm I'm moving into what I'm sharing with you today. Psalm 57 verse 1. To the chief musician, I'll touch it. Midtime time of David, when he fled from Saul in the cave. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusted in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge. Until these calamities be overpassed. Verse 2. I will cry unto God most high. Unto God that performeth all things for me. He said performeth all things for me. Look, I could be in a meeting and I will share with you. Listen. I could be in a meeting and I will share with you that God cannot do everything you can come for another meeting and I'll tell you God can do everything. All are correct. I'm not contradicting myself. All are correct. God is not doing anything for you. We are the one doing things. It is correct. It is not about you. God is the one doing it. It is also correct. <laughs> he said, I will cry to God most high. Unto God that performeth all things for me. Listen, your life here, at, at where, where you have come, it's because God... Hmm. Have you seen the four living creatures? The eagle, the lion, the ox, and the man. When you go to heaven, there are four living creatures. Four faces. All are the faces of God. The day you meet God as a lion, you will think that is all he is. The next time you meet him as an eagle, you say, ah, is he a different God? No, he said, I'm the same person. So, I'm talking to you about the God that you see in faces. Because there's a time... God does not perform all things for you. At the time God said, you do. At the time God steps in and says, I God perform all things for you. Listen, at your life right now, caution. Have you seen a road that they've written, caution men at work. Caution God at work. Ah. Are you listening? There's a time that God picks a man as a project. I'm telling you, there's a time that God picks a man as a project. And elbows any man. Boast any man that tries come close to that man. He picks the man as a project unto God who performeth all things for me. Listen, I'm sharing with you the handwriting of God. Then chapter 5. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> the handwriting of God. For many kings, God gave them dreams. <laughs> For many kings, for Nebuchadnezzar, God gave him a dream that he could not understand and they had to call Daniel. That was a dream. God gave him a dream. But when he came to the son of Nebuchadnezzar, who took over the throne after Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, the, Belshazzar, he, God, did not give him a dream. When God wanted to trouble him, God did not give him a dream because when you read a story, Belshazzar went to take the, the cups of gold that were taken from uh, when, when uh, Israel was seized, when Jerusalem was seized. And Nebuchadnezzar, in all his pride, did not even touch those cups. He went to touch the cups, brought the cups, and he and his wives and concubines were drinking from the cups. Bible says, they were glorifying the God of gold and the God of silver. When he was doing that, Bible says, a hand came from nowhere and began to write on the wall, Listen, when God saw that this matter was too grievous. He didn't give him a dream. He didn't wait for the guy to sleep. God appeared and wrote on the wall for him to see. It was not a dream. Neither was it a vision. He saw the hand of God writing something. The handwriting of God. Look, there are times, you see, you have to know the power of a document. When God wants to make something everlasting, he writes it. You have to know the power of a document. Listen, when we're in DSS, <laughs> we will write. We will write. There are some students, you know their handwriting. Am I right? There's some students who say, ah, this this guy's handwriting. Some handwritings are similar. So you can say, ah, is it this guy or that guy? So you can't tell. Maybe they are that people in the class. You can't tell. Maybe this guy's handwriting or that guy's handwriting. But maybe there's one particular person who has a particular handwriting. When you see his handwriting, you know that this one is Kodo's handwriting. There is a handwriting of God. There are things that God writes. And when he writes those things, he makes it clear that he wrote it. You see, there are things that men write. We are coming into that phase where what is written was written by the hand of God. You see, and when the hand of God writes it, you will need the Spirit of God to understand it. Let's start from verse 1, chapter 5. Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the, the thousand. Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver and of brass and of iron and of wood and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed and his thoughts troubled him. You know, when he came to Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, he dreamt a dream, and when he dreamt the thing, the Bible says he was troubled in his dream. This time around, God was not giving Belshazzar a dream. God was so grieved at what Belshazzar did, God now brought a hand to write for Belshazzar to read. But Belshazzar could not understand it. There is a handwriting of God. Look, and let me tell you something about the handwriting of God. It is, it is, um, God directs that handwriting of God. God direct involvement in establishment. Because of the power of a document, the power of a document, when the devil came to tell Jesus, he said, it is written. You see, so what is written? When people look at your life, in 2020, they should be able to see the handwriting of God. You know, when it is, you know, there are some people in, in my class those times, when you see the handwriting, this is Elisha. Elisha was usually second. He had a very beautiful handwriting. When you see his handwriting, this is Elisha's handwriting. It was so beautiful. You, ca- you cannot ascribe the handwriting to any other person when you see People were now copying his handwriting. People were copying Elisha's handwriting. You see, God, God, you see, There are times that God does certain things in your life and they can be contended. You can say, oh, maybe he worked hard. Maybe he did this. Maybe he did that. But there are certain times that God begins to show a distinction. Like he said in the book of Acts. He said, there you will know the people that serve God and those who did not. He said, God begins to show a distinction. No, this one is hard work. This one is God. The handwriting of God. What is God writing about you or what has God written about you? Because you see, Jesus in his life, when you want to tell the handwriting of God, I want to say something, God speaks in familiar, unfamiliar language. I'll explain it. God speaks in familiar, unfamiliar language. Why is it familiar? Because if you want to know the handwriting of God, you can trace it and say that, no, this one is the handwriting of God. There is what you can see concerning and say that. No, because you see, Those people that I'm saying that have very beautiful handwriting, they have a way they dot their I. They have a way they cross their T's. You understand? There's there's a particular font. Their hand is a particular font. You know that this one is Elisha's handwriting. And there's some handwriting you see that you know that this one is a mountain that is coming down. The T is slanted and, you know, they don't give... And most of those people who have very beautiful handwriting, they pay attention to how they cross their T's. How they dot their eye. It's as though it's woke up. It's like, no, we put it over here. We don't put it. Ah, put the eye over here. Put their dot over here. Let's go. No, they, do, they think that my handwriting has to look like this. There's a way they write. You see? So when you begin to observe God's handwriting, when you begin to observe what God is doing in a man's life, begin to see that, no, this one is familiar. Why is it unfamiliar? Because anytime God is working or God is doing something, it is windy. You can't really tell where it's coming from, where it's going. That's unfamiliar. Familiar because you can see, no, this one, usually when God dots I here and God puts comma here, it is God. He speaks in familiar, unfamiliar language. Speaking (laughs) tongues. We are coming into a very beautiful year, I tell you. (laughs) Listen. We have entered a prophetic page. I tell you, prophetic page. One of the first things that you will get to know the handwriting of God, how you will know, one of the first things that you will know, you know, the familiar side, one of the first things that you will use to know that this is the handwriting of God is prophecy, 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 prophecy. If God did it and a prophecy did not precede it, it can be doubted. (laughs) If God did it, and a prophecy did not precede it, it can be doubted. Listen, even to the minutest detail, minutest detail of how long the children of Israel will spend in captivity, God told Abraham. Jesus was a handwriting of God. Jesus was a handwriting of God, but the Pharisees could not understand that writing. They were wondering, how can this be God? They couldn't understand. and say, like, how can this one be God? Now, this was a handwriting of God. This was everything God. This was God from head to toe. But they were observing the wrong things. You see, they were looking at the air written by God. And this one, they don't, it's not God, it's not God. But if they had gone through what the scriptures say about the handwriting of God and how God's writing is, if they had gone through the scriptures and got to understand the familiarity of the handwriting of God, they would have known that Jesus was from God. Because even to, to his life, even to his life, I would say that he did this so that it might be f- fulfilled what was written by the prophet. So Jesus came on the scene and said, It is re- in the volume of book, it is written of me. Not it, no, it is just hanging. In the volume of book, it is written of me, the handwriting of God. You see, when you begin to walk in prophecy, you enter into God's handwriting concerning your life. Prophecy is one of the ways that we know that God is doing something. Hey, Yaranda Skadehatis listen when the bible said that ah uh, uh, i'm trying to avoid mysteries i'm trying to avoid mysteries when the bible said that the children of israel needed meat and at that time if the Moses said humanly speaking we cannot eat meat here because even when we put all the cattle together and we put everything together, there is no way we can eat meat over here. He said, God, Moses was questioning God, where will you bring the meat from? We can't feed these people, more than two million people. I going to feed them. He said, God, it is not impossible. That means God will now have to show that, that this one is me. You know, what did God do when he wanted to now bring the meat? God knew that it would take the wind for meat to come. Ah, yeah, and wind cannot come except there is prophecy I am trying to avoid mysteries but I am going into mysteries God said to Ezekiel he said, prophesy to the wind prophesy to the wind the Bible says that it was an east wind that brought the quails he said, for, there, for, for there to be provision there has to be wind for there to be provision there has to be wind and wind cannot come unless wind is prophesied to hey So what did God do? When you read the scriptures, the people said they want to eat meat. The people said they want to eat meat. The next thing God told Moses was, call 70 elders. What do 70 elders have to do with meat? He said, call 70 elders. He said, I'll put my spirit upon, upon your, your spirit upon them. So they all received the spirit of Moses. And Bible said, they began to prophesy. 70 elders began to prophesy. What were they prophesying? They were prophesying the comings of life. Ladies and gentlemen, when things get hard, Call your friends and prophesy. Oh, they were going to kill all the guys. <laughs> the magicians, the astrologers, the tardians, and the soothsayers. They were going to kill all of them because they could not interpret a dream. Daniel did not, you know, think hey, they are going to kill all of us. He went to call his friends because there's also there's there's some power in corporate prayer. You know, there's some power in corporate prayer. There's some power in corporate prayer. You need to have friends that, when something happens, you will begin to call them together and you begin to prophesy. You see, the, the, the supply is not coming yet. You are not prophesying. You call your people together. You see that you begin to speak in tongues. You begin to speak in tongues. Then you begin to prophesy to the wind. You begin to prophesy to the wind because the wind is responsible for the quails. God told him, He said, "I will cause the east wind. Why not north wind?" Why not south wind? Why not west wind? Because all those winds have what they do. If we are talking about the mighty hand of God, it is the east wind that is responsible for it. So God, God had to call the 70 elders and they began to prophesy to the wind. The handwriting of God. You will know that Jesus was from God because of the prophecies that came before he landed. The prophecies that came before he landed. The things that were said by the prophets, Isaiah prophesied. Zechariah prophesied. Zephaniah prophesied. Every given time, when any serious prophet wanted to do any serious thing, God would put the word of the Messiah in his his mouth. Then he would begin to prophesy. Ah! Even up to when Jesus was going to be born, where is he going to be born? Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Micah prophesied it. He said, Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Now, at the time, Mary was pregnant. She was not anywhere close to Bethlehem. I'm showing the power of prophecy. She was not anywhere close to Bethlehem at the time that she was pregnant. She was not. Clo- she was not planning to go there. In fact, I, I think Mary did not read she not read really because if she had read the prophecy Mary would have said hey they said you will be born in Bethlehem they will go to Bethlehem you know but just to make the handwriting of god complete god said Bethlehem of Ephrathah so when mary had not moved when nobody was moving god now caused caesar to cause a census so caesar didn't know what was doing him see it was pro- cause god at work god at work causing god at work Put your hand on your head. Say, God's God at work. Yes, your man talk about, you are, de- you are looking at me as, you, you need but it is God at work. You are looking at me, as Felix, whatever, but it is God at work. And God is working something, I tell you. You know, I tell you something about doctrine. You know, this camp is going to be fire, I tell you. Look, I tell you something about doctrine. When you get saved, you know what God shows you? You know, <laughs> I said something, One time I said, God operates a backward principle. I said, life operates a backward principle. God does not start from the starting to the ending. He said, he is the Lord. He said, he speaks the end from the beginning. God does not start from the starting. Some people are lost. Some people are lost. Listen, even if you don't understand, just yes, receive it, you will understand one day. <laughs> God does not start from the starting, so it will press a backward principle. When the gospel is preached to you, what we preach to you is the solved equation. What we preach to you the day we are, we are oh, come on to me, all you that labor and have you, I'll give you rest. What we give you is the solved equation. When you not get born again, the Holy Ghost now take you to the formula. So you would think that they said, Oh, and Isabella, that you just come in. You just come in, and someone prophesied to you that you will be the third richest woman in Africa. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Then for the next three months, hunger that you have never seen in your life. Why? We, we didn't lie to you, we gave you the solved equation. And it was actually true, it was correct. Now the Holy Ghost now hold your hand. And say, I cannot make you your your, your head on there, you know, bond there. Your head a, a whoop because we just gave you the answers. So you just went to the examination room and then one plus one, two. You don't even know how one plus one divided by two with a bracket of X and plus Y. You don't understand. All you know is that the answer is three X. That's all you know. So they, they told you. So God told you when you go to the exam room, number one is three X, number two is five Y. Number three is Three over two R squared. Hey! maspad yeah, You understand? So, you just went to the exam room and you score. and say, wow, you're so brilliant. You're so brilliant. Then you are taken. Oh, wow. I'm so brilliant. I'm so brilliant. Then God now calls you Say, come. You are finished, eh? You collected the funds. Come. Come. Now, I'm going to show you the theory of mathematics. Ah! But everybody knows you that you are a mathematics scholar. But God now takes you through the processes Of how to arrive at the answer. Let me tell you. The thing that God showed you in the beginning. You will still see it all. But you have to now go through the formula. That God has said to you. So go and remember. I'm telling you that. Go and remember. And remind yourself of all the prophecies that came to you. And most of the prophecies came to you in the beginning stage of your Christianity. I tell you. Those prophecies. You know sometimes. Growth and experience makes you forget what God said. Ah. When I got born again. When I got born again a prophet saw me, a, a, a genuine prophet, oh. he saw me and said, I see you going all over the world. Ah, those times, we were, I, I didn't know Pastor Chris, so I didn't understand going all over the world. So I thought it's going to be traveling. Like, how? How am I going to go all over the world? Said, you're going to be a great prophet of God who's going to travel all over the world. And I just got born again. I said, wow, wow, you're going to be a great prophet of God who's going to travel all over the world. Wow, that's a nice prophecy. Do you understand? Hey, two years after that, I was made a cell leader. Now, I was made a cell leader. Great prophet of God. I said, great prophet of God. I was made a cell leader. I called for cell meeting. Only me and my assistant appeared. I had arranged 50 chairs. Great prophet of God. Then the next meeting, I said, I'm a great prophet of God. The, The prophecy had come. I'm a great prophet of God. So, the great prophet of God now called for next meeting. My assistant did not appear. So it looks as though the prophecy was a lie. Listen, I came to encourage somebody here. The prophecy that was spoken about your life, God showed you the solve the question. It will come to pass. As I said most of the prophecies, they come in the beginning stage of your Christianity. God will begin to tell you absurd things. You will be the richest woman. You will be the one to bring, to, to cause your family to have properties. You Know then you'll be hearing all those prophecies. Whoa, sometimes you'll be praying with your friends. That's not all you are playing, and as though people are stupid, small, small girls. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Lord said, The Lord said to you that your friend prophesied to you, the Lord said to you that you will make money look like sand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A week later, do you know there's a difference between hunger and a calm? Do you know a come? <laughs> Hunger is okay. Hunger is okay. A come is deeper. Somebody say deeper. A come is hard. And during that time, people will begin to make you. Your own friend will tell you if you don't follow me to Bloomberg, I am not giving you money. Then you two, you just go born again. And you know that you're not supposed to go. But your stomach is the enzymes. You know enzymes. The enzymes are reacting. And that's uh, all these prophecies, all these things that they are saying, there's no truth. <laughs> we chanting the Holy Ghost. Ah, ah, We chanting the Holy Ghost.
0: Ah,
1: You know, but when it is the handwriting of God, let me tell you something. In the beginning, when Fifty people were not coming. Great prophet of God. Fifty people are not coming. I've arranged fifty chairs now. I began to reduce the chairs. Now when I, you know, to, for, for God to confirm His calling on my life, there was a woman who had chairs and she rents them. She told me, "Oh, you're going to have cell meeting around here." She gave me the chairs free. Said, "Take it." So I thought, "Oh, I'm a really great prophet of God." So if God are giving fifty chairs, I mean, God is going to give me fifty people. For two months, I was frustrated. Nobody was coming for my meeting. Now the Holy Ghost now had to hold my hand. Then began to show me the equation. The thing I said to you is the end. Now let's go through the formula. Then he began to teach me. And we chant in the Holy Ghost. ah, ah, ah. And we chant in the Holy Ghost. ah. Let me tell you, your Christianity will be weak without the Holy Ghost. I said, don't let anybody who is not born again pass you. Anybody who doesn't speak in tongues, pass you in anything in life. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. All of you, Becca, Becca, where's Becca? Becca, sit down, sit down. Becca has the largest fellowship in church. Yes, she got first class. So, anybody who says that God is instructing, you know God. God is the one that's not making me. It's because of my involvement in God. You don't know God. He got my involvement in the house of God. That's why I'm not past. He got first class. You know first class? First class. Do you understand? First class. Some people don't want me to say it. I'll say it. Like, listen, listen, listen. And the beautiful thing, the the beautiful thing about these things is that I know, you see, all of you are supposed to do well in school. But let me tell you something. I want to, listen now. Just in case, it is not your story. Just in case, you don't even pass your exam. It is no license for you to fail in life if you have the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost doing with your paper? What's he doing with your certificates? If you ever, if, if something happens, you know, there was a lady who came to me and said that there was a certain lecturer who wanted to sleep with her by over. And said the lecturer said that he's going to, he's going to fail her if he does not sleep with him. I said, he better fails you. He should fail you. I said, because with that fail paper, we will do something. <laughs> If you pray and he still says you fail you, say, Go ahead, fill me. And come back after five years. You don't know God. Say, My paper, I didn't pass my paper. You don't know God. Taka toka taka toka. You employ those with the paper. I'm talking to somebody. And just in case you're a lady here and one tries pursuing you like that, enter your room. Enter your room. Write his name on the paper. You see, you, you, see
0: you, 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 you
1: have to sometimes operate the things of God like shrine. Tomorrow I'll talk about it. <laughs> I said this camp is no mercy for the cripple. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey! You write his name on a paper. You put it down. We chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, 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 ah. see, some of you, you are not crazy yet. You are not crazy yet. And we chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, 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 We chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, 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 ah. We chant in the Holy Ghost. Chant in the Holy Ghost. Ah, ah. ah. We chanting the Holy Ghost. We chanting the Holy Ghost. Ah,
0: ah. We the the Holy
1: Ghost. Ah, ah. is it not sounding weird? Eh? Hey, when it's sounding weird, that's the correct one. We chanting the Holy Ghost. Listen, listen. Sit down for a moment. Nana, Nana. Listen, I was in my room. I was praying in tongues. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. If you saw me in my room, you will be you you feel sorry for me. I will pray. I'll pray. I'll pray. I'll go to the hall. I will bang the wall. I will bang. I will bang. Then something will hit me. Then so if probably they put a video on me, maybe CCTV, you think, hey, something has happened to say something I have to say, because, that's why I was like, as I was to about, as I pray, as I pray, as I pray, as I pray, you see, your prayer is too normal. Hey. Then I will, I will go to the bedroom, and hey, I'm like, a- hey, 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 <that> you're hey. chanting the Holy
0: Ghost, ah, <laughs> uh,
1: ah, uh, listen, <laughs> When you are doing that, then people are coming. There are more people are coming. There are more people are coming. Then you are entering three services. Hey, we to the olive, to the olive. Of a sin. He said that your kingdom he said, has been taken from your hand. It has been given to another. He said your kingdom has been taken from your hand and given to another. Babu says that that night hey! Nebuchadnezzar's overtronment it was over time. When God said he had rejected Saul, it took many years. Bible says that after, you see, when you see the handwriting of God, there's immediate response. Bible says that night, Belshazzar was overthrown. That night, that night, hey, there are some things when you see, your life can never be the same again. It happens immediately.
0: Who are these that fly as a clouds?
1: Time will fill me to share testimonies upon testimonies. Time will fill me to share testimonies upon testimonies. Are doing, you know, you are doing something and if you are doing work, you know, it's contract based. And when you have contracts, you know, when a particular party is in power, you get contract. When the the party leaves, you're no longer, when things like that are happening, you, you need to withdraw we are not ordinary people listen we are not ordinary people we are not ordinary people we are not ordinary people listen one of the strange things that we get to happen is i when we leave this camp people would dash people heavy sums of money
0: and then get in my soul.